Welcome to the Dope Black Therapist Podcast. I'm your host, Blaze. Let's get into it. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Dope Black Therapist Podcast. I'm your host, Blaze. And, uh, man, I'm going to tell you what, it has been an interesting weekend. So, you know that my book signing was this past weekend. It was on uh, April the 30th, right? I've been planning this thing for a couple of months and looking forward to it and trying to get everything done and getting everything right and, you know, just excited and ready to get this thing done because, you know, I published a book. Who in the world would have thought that I would have published a book, which is available on Amazon, Becoming the Dope Black Therapist by Blaze Harris, if you haven't already got it. So the day is here. You know, I'm nervous. Got a couple of clients, you know, before the day and, you know, three o'clock come. It's be time to do the damn thing. Right. So I'm doing MDR for my first client of the day. Got the dryer going. I do laundry and everything. Try to get everything done like I need to. You know, weekends or when I get the business handled. So, wash a couple of loads. Dry a couple of loads. They're good. So, I got a load in the dryer. I'm finishing up EMDR with a client. And I'm listening. I was like, I hear the dryer going, but I don't hear no clothes moving. It's just a... Mm, mm. So, I finish up with a client. Finish my note. I go in and check on, see what's going on with the dryer. I open up the dough, bruh. It's fire in my lint trap. I'm like, oh shit. My dryer's on fire. And the firefighter in me kicked in. You know, 14 years as a firefighter, some things just don't go away. So first, you know, I tried to go ahead on and put like, you know, the the uh, flour in there just to try to smother it because... You know, I need to replace my fire extinguisher. And um, it's not going out. It's like, okay, I know what to do. Let me go ahead and pull this thing out. You know, because by then, I just opened it up a little bit and just a little air got into it. And that's all it needs to really take off. And I closed the door back and it just started taking off. And I'm like, oh, shit. And it's starting to fill up with smoke in the house now. And the smoke alarms and stuff are going off. And um, I pulled the dryer from the wall. I unplug it. And um, instinct takes over. Just I pull it out from the wall, unplug it, open up the back door, throw it out on the back porch, go outside, and it's pouring rain, right? It's pouring rain. So I put it outside. I go out and get the uh, the water hose, and I start fighting fire like I usually do. And um, I put it out, no problems. 
But then, you know, I just call, I call the fire department, you know, well, I call 911. I'm like, yo, you know, just had a dryer fire. It's put out. Everything's good. I just need the guys to come by, you know, because I just need the boys to come by and just bring the fan and just check behind me, be sure it didn't spread anywhere. I don't need lights and sirens. You know, I know what happens. I was a firefighter. I know what the deal is. Okay. Nah. Dispatch is just like, send them all. Lights and sirens, a full cup. And it's like, no, man, I don't need all of that. So the boys get on the scene. I meet I meet the guys outside, like Captain, um, dry fire, you know, it's firefighter with Raleigh and Rocky Mount. And um, fire's out, dries outside. Everything that you would normally do is already done. I just need you to blow smoke out of the house. So they go, they come through, they do, they, you know, do they check and all the things and blow the smoke out and all this kind of stuff. And it's just like, okay, hey man, I appreciate you. I'm glad you were here. And it just made me realize it's just like, you know, I'm going to be fire educator for a minute just because, it's, you know, this was my previous life. So you guys got to remember to clean your lint traps after every use, you know, and try to get your whole dryer vent clean profession at least once a year you know um these things can happen and you know if it catches up and you know it gets hot enough it could catch on fire you know case in point um and a lot of times what we do is like we'll leave the house when we're drying clothes and don't realize it's going to happen to us imagine if i would have went to the grocery store and had a dryer going and i didn't catch it you know i could have lost this house Fortunately, the kids weren't with me. Uh, they were with their mom, and it was just me and uh, me and my dog Lennox. And if I wouldn't have been here and caught that, it could have been much worse. So I am thankful that my instincts kicked in. I'm thankful for the fire department. I'm thankful that and grateful that nobody was hurt. So, but it put me in a mood. It put me in a mood. I ain't gonna lie. So uh, I am trying to get my mind right. You know, it's like man, it's like this could have been a whole lot worse. And um, I go to, I pick up my kids because I want them to experience the book signing and um, teach them some responsibility. They, I had them take the money for everything, which was awesome. And just to see that their dad is successful, it was really awesome. Um, I get there and it's a downpour. I mean, like, uh, people was probably have to pull up in boats. That's how bad it was. I said, man, nobody going to show up today. This rain is going to deter a lot of people. And boy, was I wrong. I had so many people show up to support me. And it was, it was, it was absolutely amazing. You know, there were, like my family came out full force. I had so many of my friends came up and I saw people from different levels of my life and what my support system looks like from different levels, from family, from High school friends. I had one of my brothers in fire show up. I had people that I've met after my uh, divorce. People who I've met after I became a therapist. People who helped me to actually publish this book. And it was awesome seeing so many different levels of support in that moment. And my kids got to see that and experience that. And that's something that I'm always going to cherish. My grandmother was there. I'm going to cherish that moment with her. You know, and one of the one of the dopest things was my aunt, who was just a little bit younger than my grandma. And, uh, you know, there's their sister. She's my great aunt. But she came up to me. She said, I read your book and 
I was reading the part about your kids. And she said, I got to admit that part right there, it, it, it got to me. I almost teared up because I related to the moment of what it was like when you seen your kids and how much your kids mean to you. And it's just like how they keep you going. And she said, if I don't get, so I haven't finished it yet, but that part really stood out for me. And I was just like, man, you know, I'm reaching different generations just by telling my story. And I never would have thought about it. I would have never thought that it would be as important as it is. I wouldn't have imagined that people who've been here way longer than I have could relate to what I was talking about. And I'm just, I'm just amazed. And I'm, I'm so happy that I could do some good in this world. And I'm so happy that I did not allow myself to talk myself out of doing something like this and writing this book and publishing this book, you know, and it was, it was, you know, I allowed myself to actually celebrate this success, you know, for someone who was pretty much told to be humble and, uh, not to brag and not to, you know, boast about what you do. I finally feel like that. I'm allowed to. I finally feel seen by the people who I wanted to be seen by, you know, and I don't have to stop myself from being. I don't have to stop myself from being dope. You know, I don't have to limit myself. I don't have to. I don't have to water myself down. You know, how many of us? carry that around. It's like we feel like we have to water ourselves down to make everybody else who make everybody else feel comfortable. And we don't have to do that. And yesterday was a huge indicator of <laughs> me being unapologetically and authentically me. How that can help so much more people. So I'm going to keep on being me. You know, who would have thought the day starting off as shitty as it did can end up being one of the best days of my life. And I want to thank everyone who was a part of that journey with me so very much. So I appreciate you fellas, the men's support group. I'm hosting one on May 4th. If you're listening to this before May 4th, it's going to be virtual. Um, so register on, www.thedopeblacktherapist.com you know if you want to be a part of the men's support group so only way you'll get the link we'll be meeting during zoom the only way you'll get the link is if you actually register so register today www.thedopeblacktherapist.com up on the men's group for may 4th hope to see you there if you haven't purchased a copy of the book already it's called becoming the dope black therapist it is available on amazon so go ahead and get you a copy. It's available on Kindle and in paperback. Um, I appreciate y'all so damn much. You are loved. You are valued. You are dope as hell. And I'll catch you on the next go round. Peace.